Yes. Sister Hicks, praise him this morning while they come in. Right, right. Thank God for the church. Thank God for truth. Hallelujah. And we want to worship God this morning. And we want everyone that's to know that's joined us this morning on the internet that you're welcome to the services coming from the First Pentecostal Church here in Sealsby, Texas. And we give you an invitation to come out and visit with us. We're going to have a good church this morning. We're going to have Brother Looper's back, and he's going to be preaching. And we're just going to have a move of God. So let's join in this morning and help Brother Looper when he comes to preach and let God have his way. Let's give God a big hand clap. valley let your sweet aroma fill my life rose of Sharon lily of the valley let your sweet aroma fill my life Rose of Sharon, show me how to grow in beauty in God's sight. Fairest of ten thousand, make me a reflection of your life. Stars shine down on me. Let your love shine through me in the night. Leave me, Lord, I'll follow anywhere you open up the door. Let your word. Speak to me, show me things I've never seen before. Lord, I want to be your witness. You can take what's wrong and make it right. Right. Oh, stars shine down on me. Let your love shine through me in the night. Lead me, Lord, I'll follow anywhere you open up the door. Let your words speak to me. Show me things I've never seen before. Oh, Lord, I want to be your witness. You can take what's wrong and 
make it right. Let stars shine down on me. Let your love shine through me in the night. Oh Lord, I see a world that's dying. Wounded by the master of deceit. Oh, they're groping in the darkness, haunted by the years of past defeat. But then I see you standing near me, Lord. Shining with compassion in your eyes. Oh, Jesus, shine down on me. Let your love shine through me in the night. Lead me, Lord, I'll follow. Open up the door. Let your words speak to me. Show me things I've never seen before. Lord, I want to be your witness. You can take what's wrong and make it right. Make it right. Oh, Jesus, shine down on me. Let your love shine through me in the night. Oh, lead me, Lord, I follow anywhere you open up the door let your words speak to me show me things i've never seen before lord i want to be your witness Take what's wrong and make it right. Make it right. Oh, day stars shine down on me. Let your love shine through me in the night. Oh, day stars shine down on me. Let your love shine through me in the night. Hallelujah. 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 Paul's good to see you in church. Let's love God again as Brother Looper comes, church. Hallelujah. Lord bless Brother. Praise the Lord. Why don't we all lift our hands toward heaven and thank Him today? Hallelujah. We give you praise today, Lord. We give you honor today, Jesus. God, you are so worthy. You are so great. You are so mighty. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Come on, I believe we can do a little bit better than that this morning. 
Why don't someone really lift him up today? Has the Lord been good to you this week? Has he been merciful to you today? Why don't we praise him just a moment? Hallelujah, Jesus. God, we give you glory. Thank you, Lord, for another chance to be in your house. Another opportunity to give you praise. Another chance, Lord, to lift up your name. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Oh, you are so wonderful today, Lord. Hallelujah. We praise you. We praise you. We praise you, Lord. Amen. It's good to be in the house of God today. You may be seated for a few moments. It's always good to be able to come to church. Amen. I said it's always good to be able to come to church. I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. The house of God is a great place to be. Amen. You sound like you're a little bit sleepy this morning. But the house of God is a great place to be. Better than any other place in the world is the house of God. Hallelujah. I'm glad to be able to be in God's house and God's presence this morning. Good to see everyone that is here. Lord bless you for coming to the house of God. And uh, good to see Brother Paul able to be in church this morning. And it's good to be home from uh, vacationing. And thank the Lord for his hand of protection that he kept about us and took us there safe and kept his hand on us while we were there and brought us back safe. Thank the Lord for that. Appreciate the good reports and thankful for the good reports that we received while we were gone the services that you had here and uh, just magnifying the Lord appreciate Brother Duplessy filling in for us and Brother Frazier preaching uh, Wednesday night and uh, Brother Trey preaching Wednesday before last thank the Lord for their help these good men in the, in the church and uh, thankful for this church today and uh, there is no place like home. No matter uh, where you go, it's always good to be able to come home. And I don't guess there's ever a place that would take the place of home. And it's good to be home this morning. Miss being here with everyone. Miss being in church with everyone. Appreciate Brother McDaniel helping us out a little bit, visiting the hospitals and seeing different ones in the hospital. Lord bless him. They're not able to be here this morning. And... Uh, I tell you what, it's good to have friends, it's good to have people that care about you, it's good to have a church that cares about you. And I, I like Sister Hicks testified this morning, I don't know what I'd do without the church. Amen. Don't know what I would do without you good saints of God. If you have your Bibles, if you want to turn with us this morning to James chapter number 1, James chapter number 1, Brother Duplessy will be preaching here tonight. And uh, look forward to hearing the word of God from him. James chapter number 1, verse number 12, the scripture says, Blessed is the man that endureth temptation. For when he is tried, he shall receive the crown of life, which the Lord hath promised to them that love him. Let no man say when he is tempted, I am tempted of God. For God cannot be tempted... With evil, neither tempteth he any man. But every man is tempted 
when he has drawn away of his own lust and enticed. Then when lust hath conceived, it bringeth forth sin. And when sin and sin, when it is finished, bringeth forth death. Amen. The scripture says in James chapter 1 and verse number 12, Blessed is the man that endureth temptation. That endureth temptation. There takes a little bit of endurance in the temptation process. And uh, I want to uh, talk to you this morning. Uh, you're all a little bit quiet anyway, so I'll probably be a little bit quiet and slower than normal this morning. But uh, I want to uh, give to you what I feel on my heart. And I want to teach from this subject, winning over temptation. Winning over temptation. And you can be seated. There is, there is many... Many, 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 multiple, many, many times over again, different temptations that each and every one of us deal with in life. The thing about temptation is what tempts you may not be a temptation to me. And what tempts me may not be a temptation to you. So uh, don't look lightly at anything that any one person might be struggling with in life because the devil he uh, he knows how to attack you and uh, the devil does not always come at your strongest points but the devil finds your weakest points and uh, the easiest way to uh, penetrate is where the devil is going to attack each and every one of us. Our, our easy, our, our, our less defensive points in our life will not always be the same in each and every one of our lives, but they are very different. And what I want to uh, talk to us this morning about is five different areas in building up defenses against the temptation of the devil. The good thing about uh, temptation is that God did not leave us defenseless, but he warned us about things that are going to come. He warned us about different areas that we should be concerned about in our life. And uh, so he has given us many different weapons to protect us and not only to be on a protective part of it, but to also be on the offensive part of temptation. The first thing that I want to bring to our attention, and I believe that this is one of the most important parts of resisting temptation, and the first thing is a decision. And I heard a message that was preached one time that has never left my mind. Uh, there's many things that I've heard preached that I forget very quickly, and I know that you do uh, too, so that's the reason why we just preach it over and over and over again. And uh, I, I was, I, you know, I, I'll give out a little secret here, but, but try not to, uh, maybe I shouldn't even tell that, but... But it's kind of comical anyway, so I'll, I'll tell it. But I, um, 
A few few weeks ago, I, I preached something, and and uh, it was actually something that I preached a couple of years ago. And uh, here in this church, practically the same thing. All I'd done was I changed my text and changed the title a little bit, but my notes was just almost the same. And uh, when I got through preaching, uh, someone come up and, to me and told me, said, I've never heard that before in my life, preach just like that. I told my wife after church, I said, that's kind of funny. I know they were there, and I know they heard it. They just didn't really grasp hold of what was being said at the time. And, and that is the reason why it is, it is important over and over and over again to preach and to teach because we all need to hear it over again. And uh, so we get something out of the Word of God. Although you might have heard it before, you will receive something else out of it because it is the living Word of God. And it's always going to be touching and moving in our lives. So uh, I, I remember a preacher preaching about this, and some things we just don't forget. But he said the hardest part about living for God is making up your mind. And when you make up your mind... Everything else seems to fall in place. But first, you have to have a made-up mind. The Scripture makes reference to the fact that a double-minded man is unstable in all of his ways. So, And then it makes reference to the fact that you cannot serve two masters. You can only serve one. So it is very important that we make a decision in life. The Scripture says, James chapter 1 and verse number 14... But every man is tempted when he is drawn away of his own lust and enticed. It is something that, that it is your own desire that draws you away by temptation. It is what you are desiring. First, you must decide which way you're going to take. The right way or the wrong way. Indecision never matters. It never wins. It does matter. It never wins. You cannot be uh, in a neutral state in living for God. That that I am. I am. Have you ever you ever asked anybody a question on what what do you believe on this? Well, I'm kind of neutral in that area. Well, being neutral, you can be in park in that area. And uh, have on your emergency brake and not go anywhere. But when you are in neutral, you will roll with whatever uh, uh, the direction of the force of gravity is. That you are going to head in that direction. So you cannot be neutral in living for God. Because it's a matter of time that you will be tempted. And let me tell you this. That when you get to the place where you think, this will never bother me. You will be tempted. It's just a matter of time. Don't ever make light of another man's uh, temptations. Firmness and determinations are always necessary if temptation is to be resisted successfully. That you have to be firm in areas against temptation. Like I said, the neutral part does not does not work when temptation is, in, is uh, involved. Now, 
Now it's like uh, different areas of concern in life that you must you must know what you believe, and this is very important to understand that you must know what you believe. You must know why you believe it. You must know why I don't do it and why I'm not going to do it and why I don't partake of it and why I'm not going to partake of it because the devil is going to give you every every bit of temptation, every, every uh, area that he can to say, well, well, just why not? And then he starts questioning you and then you start questioning yourself. This is a reason why we go over and over and over again about what we believe and why we believe it. You have got to have a firm foundation on the oneness of God. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord. The scripture said that there is no other beside me. You have got to know without a shadow of a doubt what you believe in and why you believe in it. You have got to know that there is no other name other than the name of Jesus that you can be baptized in that's going to take away the sins of your life. Any other thing is just a just, uh, method. It's just a form. It will not work. The titles, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit will not work. It has to be done in the name of Jesus. And you must know why I believe what I believe. Because the devil will tempt you into following some false doctrine. <clears throat> and the scripture says in 1 Thessalonians 5 and 21, it says, Prove all things and hold fast that which is good. Prove all things and then hold fast that which is good. You have got to make a decision in your life. I am going to withstand the temptation of the devil. I am not going to fall. I am not going to falter. I have committed my ways unto God. Then number two, there is devotion. There must be devotion in our lives if we are going to withstand temptation. <clears throat> in, in 1 Corinthians chapter 10, in verse number 13, the scripture said, There hath no temptation taken you, but such as is common to man. Every temptation that comes against you is common to man. But God is faithful, who will not suffer you to be tempted above that ye are able, but will with the temptation also make a way to escape that ye may be able to bear it. Now, there is no temptation that has come upon you that you are not able to withstand. Because the Bible says that everything that's happening is common to man. It's already happened to someone else. Everybody says, I, man, I don't know of anybody that has ever been tempted like I've been tempted. Oh yeah, they've been tempted like you and some far above what you are being tempted. Nobody is going through what I'm going through. People has already been down that road. And people has been successful in living for God because they have stayed faithful to God and they had a made up mind that I know if I stay faithful to God, God will be faithful to me. 
And God in every temptation has made a way of escape. Now, uh, in, in different temptations of life, and I'm sure that, that we can all testify to this, that in different areas of temptation that, that we have, may have fallen to, before we fell and before we gave in to temptation, God always provided a way to get out of that temptation. Now, we may not always taken the road to get out, but God always provided a way to get out. And God is always going to provide a way to get out of the temptation that the devil is tempting you with. One man said, an idle person tempts the devil to tempt him. Don't be too idle. Just in a neutral state of mind. And let, let your mind run away with you. Get your mind on good things. Get your mind on the things of God. And get your mind on the scripture of God. Get your mind on working for God. This uh, one man said, flee temptation and don't leave a forwarding address. <clears throat> that when, when uh, God provides a way of escape out of the temptation that has been tempting you to sin... Don't leave a forwarding address to the adversary of your soul. For every great temptation, there will be many small temptations. Wolves and bears are much more dangerous than flies. But we are more tormented by flies than we are attacked by wolves and bears. So it's not always the big temptation. We can always see the big temptation coming. Falling into the great, the great temptations of, of sin and falling prey to the big sins. But it's the little fox that spoils the vines. That comes in and slips in unaware. And, and although wolves and bears, they're bigger, we can see them coming and they, 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 they often, they often, uh, uh, form a more serious threat of harm to our physical well-being, but flies are the ones that pretty much bother us every day of our life. And it's the small temptations that's always going to be buzzing around our head. And you, you ever been laying there in the middle of the night and it's dark? Well, some of you it might be dark. For me it's a little lighter than others, but... But me and Brother Paul, we agree on that, that men love darkness rather than light because their deeds are evil. So you always want to keep a little bit of light on. Uh, but, but you ever been laying there and in the steel of the night, you'll hear a mosquito going, and you go, wow. You think he's by your ear and you slap yourself. And uh, <laughs> I've often wondered, by, you, you ever seen anybody... And I, I catch myself doing this quite often, mowing the grass or something, people pl flying up and down the highway, and they look at me, and I'm out there fighting and, and uh, just driving a lawnmower, swinging my arms. What happened was I run through a spider web. Well, they can't tell what's going on, but I'm trying to get it off of me. And uh, so, so we, we, uh, you, you are tormented by the buzzing that goes on, and that's the way temptation is. It's a little bitty temptation, but it just won't leave you alone. And it's always buzzing around your head and around your life. And about the time you think, smash, I got that taken care of. 
and everything is quiet and you're about to relax and go off into a deep sleep, you hear and here we go again fighting that same little buzzing mosquito that is just driving us nuts. I guess that's one of the most distracting things. Just over and over and boy, you, I caught him this time. And then everything quietens down. That's the way temptation is in our life. The small temptations. Be careful of the little fox that comes into your life. And the devil says, oh, it's just a little no harm sin. No harm sins develop into great harm sins. And so we are to avoid all kinds of temptation. God delights. Martin Luther once said that God delights in our temptation and yet He hates them. He delights in them when we when they drive us to prayer and He hates them when they drive us to despair. Don't get in despair when temptation comes your way, but let it be a stepping stone to drive you to a place to draw closer to God. Amen. The prayer of the righteous prevail. Ask God to help you overcome temptation. Believe that He is doing the work in your life right now. Amen. We have must, we must always be to the state of mind that, that I've made, I've made a determination in my life that I'm not going to give in to temptation. And then when temptation comes, I must be devoted not only to that statement and that, uh, uh, form of, of, uh, determination that I have, but also be devoted to God and to prayer and dedication to God that I am going to pray that God would help me overcome the temptation of my life. I will not be in despair, but I will go to prayer. The promise of God, the promises of God never fail. Jesus overcame temptation by using the promises in the Word of God. You can overcome by doing the very same thing in your life. Psalms chapter 119 and 11. Anybody know what that says? Thy word. What have I done with your word? I have hid in mine heart. Why did I hide the word of God in my heart? That I might not sin against thee. I cannot place enough importance on reading the Word of God. That's a lot of our problems in living for God and falling prey to temptation is the fact that we never study the Word of God. If it is not read in the service, we go weeks for that without reading the Word of God. But let me tell you, the Bible is not only good for the house of God, but it's good for your home and your personal life also. That we should read the Word of God because in the Word of God we find strength and power to be an overcomer. We can find people that has faced temptations just like we are facing. That is overcome and it's written in the Word of God. Greater is He that is in me than he that is in the world. Amen. Jesus said to the fact of this, that I have overcome the world. 
And the one that has helped me overcome the world is living in you and I today. And we can also be an overcomer through every temptation that occurs in our life. Amen. Being committed to the Word of God. Studying the Word of God. Going to prayer. Devotion. There should be daily devotion in each and every one of our lives. I, I, uh, it is a proven fact. Amen. That, that daily devotion to God's Word and to time and prayer will not st- stop temptation from coming. That does not mean that you will not be tempted. But what it does, it gives you the ability to overcome temptation. Temptation is sure. You might go a day without temptation. You might go a week without temptation. I doubt it. You might go a month without temptation. I highly doubt it. You might go a year without temptation. I don't believe so at all. But if you do, you can rest assured temptation is coming. And what we need to do is have our devotion time and be devoted to God and know God's Word. The problem with a lot is this, that when temptation comes, we don't know enough Scripture to use it against the devil. (laughs) We We don't, you know, look at the Bible enough to be able to quote a Scripture. And when someone, like I've already said about knowing that hero Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord, when, when the question is asked, can we even defend what we believe? Because the question will be asked, and when you are not able to be, uh, uh, defend what you believe, the devil will start questioning your mind, dealing with your mind, working on your mind. Over and over and over again. Why? How come? What for? You can't explain it. You don't know it. But there is a God that will help you through temptation. The promises of God never fail. And what did God's word say? Thy word have I hid in mine heart that I might not sin against thee. If you have problem giving in to temptation, you need the more of the word of God in your heart. I know this is a little bit slow this morning. This is probably not what you expected, but it's what I feel on my heart today. Number three is discipline. Disciplining ourselves. That's something that not a lot of us like. I didn't like it when I was younger, and I really hasn't grown accustomed to it as I've got older. It's just something that we really don't like to deal with. But there comes a time that we have to discipline ourselves against temptation. As I've read for a text, James chapter 1 and verse number 12, Blessed is the man that endureth temptation. Have you ever had to endure anything in life? You didn't like it, you didn't enjoy it, but you just simply endured it. You, uh, you just went through it because you didn't have any other way to get out of it and you had to endure it. Temptation is that way. You are going to have to endure temptation. Sinful pleasure, pursuits, and practices must be avoided in our lives. Stay away from Satan's territory. 
a lot of the times the reason why we give in to temptation is is because we're flirting with sin. Why? Why? And, and the Lord being our helper, I, I told you a few months ago when school started, we'd start a study on perfecting holiness that I've taught here before. And the uh, Lord being my helper, we'll start on that Wednesday night and uh, we'll go over some things and, and study about holiness. But why? Why do we hold so strongly to holiness and, and, and the way that we dress and the way that we conduct ourselves and the way that we stay away from certain places and areas in life? If we want to withstand against temptation, you've got to withstand against sinful pleasures. Don't give yourself to sinful pleasures. Don't give yourself to all the pursuit to pursue everything in life. There are some things we need to restrict ourselves on. There are some practices that we need to avoid if we are to withstand and win against temptation in our life. Now, now if you have, if you have a problem, uh, let, me, let me just deal with some, some areas here just by illustration. If you have a problem with alcohol, and, and that tempts you. You don't want to be around people that are drinking alcohol. That's just common sense because what's going to happen is you're going to give in to temptation. If you have a problem with drugs, you don't want to be associated with people that you know are doing these things. Why? Because what's going to happen is you're going to give in to temptation. If you have a problem with immorality... You don't want to be around people and, and men. You don't, want to con, you, don't, you don't want to associate and have your closest friends with people that's always talking filthy. Because it will bleed over into your life and the line becomes blurry of what's right and what's wrong anymore. And how far can we go without partaking in the sin? It's the little fox that spoils the vine. Stay away from people like that. If you have problem, men or women, with someone at your workplace or someone that you are associated with that's throwing passes out to you. And that the way that you stay away from that and, and, and keep from falling into that temptation, you say, oh, it don't bother me. But over a period of time, it will bother you. Is stay away from that person and that type of atmosphere. You can give a very strong signal uh, that you're not interested without... You say, oh, I don't want to be rude. But you don't have to be rude. But you can give a very strong signal. And then you can give a very strong signal in the other way. So if you want to avoid... These temptations. My daddy's my daddy always he had he had this and this is what he lived by and this is what he preached. That if you men take them little boys, them little girls that you got, places that you go, you won't have a lot of women that's interested in you. <laughs> There's a lot of truth to that. Uh, it will kind of scare them away, especially the way some of them act would really scare them away. But but when these things start tempting you. That is, that is the work of the devil. Stay away from these areas 
that you might feel yourself slipping and being vulnerable to. So set rules and limits for yourself. Don't always wait for it to be preached. What is preached is the bare minimum of a guideline and restriction. But you should set rules and limits for yourself. There are people that don't even know God that's moral people. That, that believe in, in, in a moral lifestyle. So you as a person with the help and the grace of God. These are areas I will not partake in. This is a place that I will not go. This is activities that I will not be involved in. Practice of self-control. Don't just let yourself go. Don't just say, oh, I'm just floating. I'm, I'm just, I'm, floating is very dangerous. But practice self-control and restraints with discipline. You can win over temptation in your life. I'm restraining myself to what I look at. I'm disciplining myself to how much time I spend on the internet. I'm disciplining myself to how much time I spend entertaining my desires, to how much time I am spending with my family and how much devoting, devotion I am spending to God. See, we feed carnality. Carnality is fed every day of our lives. You turn on the radio, it doesn't matter uh, uh, what you're listening at. You're, gonna, you're going to hear things that feed carnality. And carnality is continually fed. And then your mind starts working. And, and, and there has never been a time, a time in our life where we are so... Uh, uh, Temptation is on every hand. Temptation is at our fingertips. And there's never been a time where we need to be more defensive against temptation and say, I am building up a wall. What, what did the scripture say about, uh, I believe it was a Shulamite girl, that, that her brother said if, if she has been a wall... Uh, and, and she has been defensive against temptation or if she has been an open door and she's allowed everything to happen to her life then we're going to do this and we're going to do such and such now now you you have a choice in life if you want to resist temptation that is your choice that you can build a wall of defense to say no I, I, I'm, I am going to resist but it's going to take Discipline and self-discipline in your life. The preacher will not always be there. The wife, the husband will not always be there. The children will not always be there. But you have to be in love with God more than the things of this world. David, or, or, or it was, it was uh, Joseph that said, nobody was looking, nobody would know anything about it. Nobody would find out. He was in a strange country, away from his family, away from his uh, any anything, his upbringing. But when the woman tempted him, he said, "I cannot do this against my God." There has to be something on the inside of us that is stronger than what's working on the outside of us. Winning over temptation. Discipline. 
discipline yourself. There will never be a time in your life. I, 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 there, there will be. Let me, let me retract that statement. There will be a time in your life where prayer is easier, but there will never be a time in your life where this fleshly man is crying out for prayer. It's going to be the spiritual. There's always going to be a war of everything else I can do instead of praying. Everything else I can do instead of being faithful to God. Everything else I can do by, instead of dedicating time to God. We dedicate time to a lot of things, and a lot of things are good. And I'm not, I'm not, uh, I'm not against uh, offering time to different kind of volunteer services. But remember, the most important thing is dedication to God, and then let everything else fall in part. Dedication to God and dedication to your family is the two most important things in your life. Everything else should come behind that. So, so here uh, we must have discipline, self-discipline. <clears throat> and then we must have the ability to denounce the powers of Satan himself. Matthew chapter 4 and verse number 10, the scripture said, Then Jesus said unto him, to Satan, Get thee hence, Satan. Get away from me. When Jesus was being tempted in the wilderness, he said, Get thee hence, Satan, for... Then, number one, he denounced Satan, told him to get, get away from him. Then, number two, he used something else. He said, For it is written, Thou shalt, not worship, thou shalt worship the Lord thy God, and him only shalt thou serve. When Jesus was tempted, he denounced say, Satan... By saying, get thee hence. Get away from me, devil. I don't have time to visit with you. Satan's, Satan in the garden. Eve's first mistake. Adam and Eve. I guess Adam was very close at hand. Adam and Eve's first mistake was getting close enough to hear the adversary of their soul tempting them. Our first mistake in falling prey to temptation is by getting close enough to hearing the devil call us and tempt us and say, man, won't, it, won't you just come right over here? This, this is a great thing. This is going to be a good time. This is going to be exciting. Man, I, I've got all of the... Stay away from the devil. Jesus rebuked Satan. And Jesus answered, and Jesus, and Jesus answered and said unto him, Get thee behind me, Satan. One time, and then again, he said, Get thee behind me, Satan, for it is written, Thou shalt worship the Lord thy God, and him only shalt thou serve. When tempted, we need to do just as Jesus did. The scripture says in James chapter 4 and verse number 7, Submit yourselves therefore unto God. What did it say? Resist the devil. And what's going to happen? And he will flee from you. First you've got to submit yourself to God. 
then you have got to build up a resistance to the devil. How do we do that? First is commitment. Decision. Making a decision who I'm going to serve. Number two is, is making a commitment to God. Then, then disciplining ourselves. Amen. Disciplining ourselves. Resisting the devil. And then what's going to happen in our life? The devil will flee from us when we resist the devil. How strong of resistance have you built up against temptation? You feel yourself falling. You feel yourself giving in every time the devil comes against you with a little temptation. You've got to build up your resistance against the devil. The devil tempted Jesus in the wilderness. This is all, I'm going to, you know, if you be the son of God, turn this bread into stone. Jesus could have done it, but he refused. He said, I I, I resist you, devil. I resist you. It is written, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. It is written. Do you know any scriptures to combat the devil, the adversary of your soul, to resist temptation? Then we have to be diligent in serving God. James chapter 1 verses number 15 and 16. Then when lust hath conceived, it bringeth forth sin. And when sin, and sin, when it is finished, bringeth forth death. Do not err, my beloved brethren. You win over temptation by paying close, careful and close attention by becoming aware of Satan's strategies. At least if you fall, make the devil use a new tactic in your life. The same old thing. We're kind of like, kind of like a, 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 a bunch of geese that someone, uh, you can throw a stick into a, a uh, bunch of geese walking on the ground, and every one of them a trip over the same stick. They turn around, come back, they'll all trip over the same stick again. We are falling prey to the same, the same temptation in our life over and over and over again. And the devil's just sitting back laughing and making fun of us for falling. Now, I'm not laughing and making fun of anybody for falling that has trouble. But what I am trying to help you do is build up your resistance against the temptation of the devil. You don't have to be a failure. You don't have to give in to temptation. You don't have to keep on falling. But the way that we overcome temptation is building up a resistance to temptation. Amen. Don't ever get to the place that you think that you will not be tempted, but always be resisting against temptation. You win by playing, paying careful attention. Careful attention to the adversary. Always know this, that the devil is not your friend. He's not your buddy. He is your adversary. The devil's not trying to give you a good time. He's trying to send your soul to an everlasting burning lake of torment. That's what the devil is trying to do to you. And when you get a mental picture of what the devil is trying to do, you won't be associating with the devil. 
you will hate him because he is trying to destroy you. Now, if you know someone, someone that's close to you has a loaded gun pointed at your head and is trying to pe- take a, a, a perfect opportunity to blow your head off of your shoulders, you're going to be trying to get, a, get away from them every way that you possibly can. And if we could get that mental picture of the devil standing lurking in the corners of our life, trying to slip up on us and drag us to a pit of hell, we will build up a greater resistance to the temptation that the devil is trying to tempt us with. Amen. Realize what the devil is doing to you. Pay pay careful attention to the adversary of your soul. David fell into temptation because the devil caught him unaware. He was not where he was supposed to be, not doing what he was supposed to be doing. And the devil throwed him a curve and he swung and he, he, he just, he gave in. To temptation because he was not where he was supposed to be not doing what he was supposed to be doing and he did not have his defenses up against the adversary of his soul thinking I have arrived no matter how old that you get in serving God don't ever get to the place where you think I have arrived nothing is going to bother me Nothing else is going to affect me. I've got, I've got everything just like I want it, and I can sit back and I can relax and take my ease. No, it will never be like that in serving God. It's always going to be the man that endureth temptation is the one that's going to win in the end. The Scripture says, Lust, when lust hath conceived, it bringeth forth sin. What, what has got your attention today? What is drawing you? What, what, what is, is, is the things of God or the things of this world drawing you the most? When, when lust had conceived, it bringeth forth sin. And when sin is finished, it bringeth forth death. Sin is destructive. Sin will bring an end to your life. It will bring an end to your life the way that you know it now. Sin will bring an end to your marriage. Sin will bring an end to your spiritual walk with God. Sin is destructive. And what we need to do is resist sin. Stay away from sin. Don't go to places where people are sinning. Don't listen to things that promote sin. You cannot listen to things that, that talk about uh, ungodly affairs. Be it by talk, be it by singing, be it trade by music. Any way that it comes across the airways or into your home. By television. And, and, and listen to that over and over and over and it not affect you. My eyes affecteth my heart. What you hear affects you. And when it's over and over and over and over and over again, it becomes where what, what first was very offensive the first time you heard it. When you hear it a hundred times, it's a lot less offensive to you. 
not meaning it's less offensive to God but it becomes less offensive to us and then we take another step in the wrong direction whatsoever things are good whatsoever things are lovely whatsoever things are a good report if there be any virtue think on these things if there be any virtue in it think on these things think on these things the power of what you are thinking about is going to affect your life you win over temptation through action for God get involved in the work of God they come sister Stephanie if you'd get ready to sing I don't know what you would sing to ever get this up and going but we'll just sing something and be happy and come back tonight I know this is not really exciting but <clears throat> but it's something that we all need help in our life is being an overcomer you win over temptation through actions of being involved in the work of God do something for God again I say you cannot be neutral do something for God work for God let your, let your time be spent doing something for God become engaged in helping the needy and witnessing to the lost help someone find help in God be a witness in the world that you live in be involved in the work of God help a young person Put your arm around somebody and encourage them. Pray for somebody. Go out and invite someone to the house of God. Help someone sing. Get involved in the choir. Get involved in outreach. Get involved in working with the ladies. Get involved in doing something for God. Get your mind and your spirit Occupied where you feel like that I am a part of the kingdom of God. Work for God. Find something to do and do it with your whole heart. Be involved in God and you'll have less time to be, your mind to be wondering on the temptations of the devil. Young people, if you want to be more effective in your walk with God, get more involved with people that love God. And less involved with those who want to do wrong all the time. Saints of God, if you want to draw closer to God, find you some other saint of God that wants to do more for God and get involved with them. There is something that each and every one of us can do to withstand against the temptation and the adversary of our soul. Amen. There is something that all of us can do. 1 Peter chapter 5, verse number 8, the scripture says, Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, your adversary, the devil, your adversary, the devil. Everybody say, my adversary. The devil, as a roaring lion, walketh about seeking whom he may devour. Now the scripture said here, as a roaring lion. It did not say that, he was a roaring lion. 
it says he is as a roaring lion because if he was a roaring lion, most of us would be afraid of him. But he comes in sometimes a wolf in sheep's clothing and he slips in unaware. So that's the reason why we need to be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary always working for God, always trying to better the kingdom of God, always trying to do something for God, walketh about seeking whom he may devour. This comes from a man who fell to temptation. Second Peter chapter 2 and verse number 9, The Lord knoweth how to deliver the godly out of temptations. The Lord knoweth how to deliver the godly out of temptation. This comes from a man that fell to temptation. You might be in this place this morning and you, you feel like a failure. I have felt like failure, a failure at times. You have felt like failures at different times. But Peter said, after all that I've been through, after my mistake of saying, I don't know who he is, and denying him not once, not twice, but three times, then using a little foul language to emphasize the point that I don't know who he is. He was able to write that the Lord knoweth how to deliver the godly out of temptation. I am a living example, Peter was saying, that I know that God is able to deliver the godly out of temptation. And I am here to tell you this morning, no matter where you are in life, that you can win over the temptation and the adversary of your soul. Because God, not because of me, and not because of you, but because God knows how to deliver the godly out of temptation. And God's always, always going to make a way of escape. And what we need to do is to have these five steps in our life ready Willing and able that when temptation comes our way, devil, I have built a wall. I have built a wall by the help and the grace of God. You might have caught me last time, devil, but it's different this time. Amen. I encourage you as saints of God, get more involved in the work of God. Get more involved in doing something for God. Get more involved in the prayer meetings. Get more involved in the prayer room. Get more involved in the singing. Get more involved in the worship. And you will find yourself being stronger in God and able to resist the temptation of the devil because temptation is coming. But God has made a way of escape. Hallelujah. Why don't we all stand... Lift our hands toward heaven this morning and